Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. Time now for Mind Your Business, the Travel Thursday edition. Yes, indeed. And we've all been, or many of us at least, have been fantasizing about taking trips overseas without the need to worry about quarantines and all the other regulations that have been erected. But unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be happening in most cases. Uh, But we have seen the advent of the vaccinated travel lane. It started off as a travel bubble, which burst a few times, and now a VTL. Singapore's road to reopening borders and boosting tourism and travel have actually been a long and interesting one. Uh, But with the recent opening of the VTL with Germany and Brunei, we are seeing a glimpse of hope. So we had heard about the first experience of this VTL, the adventures of some Singaporeans going, trying to travel to Germany. Last week, we spoke with Aaron Wong, the founder of the Mile Lion. He took uh, the VTL journey a couple of weeks ago. So if this current VTL proves to be a success, where would you like it to go next? Where can it go next? And will such arrangements be the future of travel for a long time to come, not just for now? Uh, to talk more about this, we're joined on the line by May Chia, President of Asia at Trafalgar. Trafalgar, of course, is one of the world's leading and most award-winning travel brands spanning all seven continents with the Travel Corporation as their parent company. Good morning, May. Good morning. Good morning. Now, mate, Trafalgar, of course, has been around for over 100 years. We just mentioned it's an anchor brand of the Travel Corporation's 42 award-winning hospitality and travel brands, an expert global network spanning seven continents. Considering what must be a sizable market share, you must be deeply affected by the pandemic. Give us an idea of the real impact on the business, the comparison before and after COVID, during COVID, I should say. Well, as you know, uh, travel has came to a complete standstill for the last uh, a year and a half. But we are very positive and we do see an appetite of travel. And uh, we'll likely see a gradual increase in demand in the coming months. And I'll be very positive that this is a, a good direction for us to go. And um, it is affected. Uh, we are affected, of course. And uh, we look forward to the new VTL lanes, like you mentioned, uh, other VTL lanes that's coming up. And we've seen uh, quite a good uh, increase in inquiries that's coming through uh, for the German VTL lane. And the spike has been tremendous for us. Hmm. Um, I'm curious about Trafalgar. I mean, I know about its market share and, 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 and how famous it is in that sense. Uh, and you've just talked about how you guys have been affected. How have you had to pivot throughout COVID? Um, have you had to downscale? Are you preparing for an upscale? And when do you see that happening? Well, we've been very lucky in Singapore. We've hmm. kept our operations going. We, our staff is... Uh, entirely uh, still with us except for those who have left the business voluntarily and uh, understanding that uh, we have been preparing for I mean we took this time to prepare for the return of travel and in our global operations we've also uh, pivoted to having somebody on the on-boat team to take care of our guests knowing that in the future travel that 
well-being is the most priority uh, for our guests. And we've mm. developed a new criteria, a new person on the on-road team as a well-being director that takes care of all the what-ifs, like the regulations, the hygiene protocols, and guests can just sit back and really enjoy themselves. So up till now, what exactly have you had to do to survive, to mitigate the situation in terms of pivoting and ensuring your success today, not just when travel recovers to pre-COVID levels? As you know, Travel Corporation is an international brand. And we have 42 brands under our belt and our financial strength is very healthy. We're on the line this morning with Mei Chia, the president for Asia at Trafalgar. Oh, Mei, you really caught my attention when you talked about this. Well, is head of well-being or well-being director? Could I get that right? It is a well-being director. Okay. How, how you, you invented this new role, and I'm sure many companies can learn from you. How did you craft it? I mean, you mentioned a few responsibilities, but I have this feeling that uh, it's a role that's constantly adapting and changing. T- tell us more. Yep. So this idea actually came from our chairman, Mr. Stanley Tolman. He first added this idea of having a well-being director on our trips as part of our enhanced COVID-19 hygiene protocol to ensure that our clients have the peace of mind while traveling from city to city. Okay. So in June 2020, uh, it all came to fruition. Uh, we officially announced the integration of a well-being director and their responsibility on the entire trip. With more than 20 guests on our trips, uh, they will have our on road team will actually have three people taking care of our guests. Our expert travel director, who is a careful and considerate driver, as well as a dedicated team robbing director. Now, this robbing director, you'd be asking what exactly he's doing. Mm. So, he's always on, you know, personal support with 24 7 assistance. And he's always taking care of or making sure our supplier partners' engagement are, are compliant. Okay. Uh, daily monitoring and distancing of hygiene standards. Our well-being directors also, you know, provide our guests with added assurance by sharing details on their health and hygiene uh, measures. I mean, for example, if you go from one state to another state, this state could be two meters apart, your know, social distancing, or another state is one meter apart. Even though they have national guidelines, but different states in a country may have their own mm. regulations as well. So we take out the unknowns for the guests. And, okay. you know, the holiday is for you to sit back, relax, and let somebody take care of you. And that's what we do for our guests. So no, I, our I, I, director, you know, they take, they take care of all the protocols and hygiene. And our travel director can personally focus on delivering the exceptional and seamless stress-free experiences. You mentioned earlier, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that the peace of mind is very, very comforting indeed. You mentioned earlier that you have been receiving more inquiries since the VTL announcement about trips to Germany. Tell us more about what the take-up rate has been like, what it costs and so on. Well, we've seen almost a full increase rather than looking uh, for trips from Munich and Frankfurt. Um, our spike, our bookings, we're very fortunate in the sense that we've got confirmed departures into uh, the best of Germany and the German Christmas market where guests can 
book on it and travel. Like, literally, we have one guest that the week before for the travel next week. Okay. So you can see the pent-up demand on, mm. on getting out to travel again. So, I mean, you know, based on, on all of this, there is demand. That's very good. Yeah. There obviously is supply may. Our Transport mm-hmm. Minister, S. Awaran, has said that Singapore is actively working to expand the uh, the VTL. I mean, you're on the inside. Maybe you can give us a clue. What other lanes can we expect next? What other countries? <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest announcement that we're waiting for on mm. the expansion. So, we were hoping for countries... Uh, like the UK and more of Europe opening up and also North America who have high vaccination rate among the population and they could be likely the next on the list but then I'm not really on the inside I think the government (laughs) really depends on the Singapore government I think they're monitoring the the VTL scheme very closely and I think they make the decisions for you know the the health and, and wealth of Singaporeans The thing is, we are seeing an increase in the number of COVID-19 cases in Singapore. Wouldn't this affect our VTL plans going forward? I mean, perhaps countries will be more cautious about opening up to us now. I think our our cases, I mean, I, I suppose that's why the government has come down with our tightened securities. And this is going to be temporary, I feel. And... Every time this happens, it's just uh, temporary tightened measures for the next two weeks and hopefully we're back to normal. Yeah. Well, as normal as we can. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is actually our new normal. So-called, right? That, <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel that it's, it is it is uh, life as it is and we just have to adapt to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, mate, don't mind. I got a damn Singaporean question for you because I'm honestly <laughs> confused by all of this. Like, uh, one moment restriction, this traveling, that bubble. Uh, just, I mean, we're just hoping for things to sort of settle down. Fair enough. It needs some time, right? But my yeah. concern is, I'm ready, you know. I'm ready to go, you know. Yeah. But uh, is travel going to cost more money for the next one, two years? I mean, plane ticket going to cost more, Airbnb going to cost more. What are you observing in the industry? Uh, we have seen an increase, definitely. I think uh, the health and safety comes at a certain price. And we shouldn't think that we should skim on certain things. Okay. Yeah, not we've been locked down for two years almost one and a half years. I think we've shored up quite a bit of our travel travel, po- travel pocket money. Yeah. Yeah, true, but it might also put travel out of the reach of many people who were able to afford it before. Um, to what extent can the industry do more to mitigate the costs going forward? While, yes, they may be higher, how do you prevent them from getting out of hand? If that is a question we still trying to solve. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's going to take a while, I, I suppose. It's going to take a while when yeah. I think when things... Right now, it's quite early days, early days in travel. Mm. And I think as more lanes open up, mm. uh, more people start traveling, um, I think things will taper off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just as a final question uh, and to wrap things up, do mm. you have a personal expectation or a personal forecast for when travel can be more consistent uh, you know it may not go back to what it used to be but a little bit more consistent a little bit closer to what we used to enjoy any thoughts on this 
I would imagine it would, well, personally, I would imagine it it is uh, going to be Q2 next year. Q2 next year. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, Well, May, thank you so much uh, for speaking with us this morning. And you know what's my biggest learning point today? I think uh, that that all prefects in school, all discipline masters, and, you know, maybe uh, head of security in organizations, they should change their name to well-being officers. They'll be more well-received, no, I think. You're starting something here, May. I like it. And well-being on many fronts, huh? Well, for your well-being, because we take care of you. But thank you both for having me this morning. I truly enjoyed our conversation. And I hope you keep the travel dreams alive and you'll be Mm. travelling with us soon. Absolutely. Yeah, let's let's stay optimistic. Thank you very much for injecting that into our show today. May Chia, Thank President you. Asia at Trafalgar. Thanks for joining us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.